well, I wonder what the difference is between Belgium and German goulash. And I said, one you cook in the oven. And it turns out that her ma <laughs> and grandma are Jewish. Broadcasting live from a Chinese-made microphone deep within the basement of NORAD. I'm Jamal, here with Devin and Monty. How you guys doing today? This show goes out to DMX. Oh, wow. What you really want? Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Murder, murder. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, still D in the hits. No, no high phantoms? No high phantoms. Oh, hi, hi, Come hi, on, hi. guys. Let's get our shit hi. together. Hi, hi. Not hi. High phantoms. We got to say hello to our hi. phantoms. Hi, phantoms. Oh, wow. <laughs> God, hello, phantoms. Welcome bringing, to the show. Bringing so much energy today. How you guys doing? <laughs> Great. Good, good, good. good. Well, I'm uh, feeling good. I'm only about, you know. I'm feeling it now. Bunch of steins in. Oh, nice. Well. I've been, I've been show prepping since like 1 p.m. Wow. <laughs> All day, huh? <laughs> and we still don't yes. have a main story. No, I, you know, I, try, I was looking at the Appalachian Giant, and have you ever watched that American Unearthed? Uh, no, I haven't. No. He's a forensic archaeologist dude, and he's like, you know, he's certified good dude. Like, I actually enjoy watching that show. Like, he goes investigates, like, ancient Viking runes and proves that the Vikings were here way before freaking Christopher Columbus and all that. That's actually pretty interesting. YouTube's been flirting this Appalachian giant, like, little video at me. I keep ignoring it. So I'm like, you know what? This be a good topic. What if it's fucking kind of true? Start watching it. Like, all right, maybe. Get halfway in. I'm like, it's just a fucking rock with petroglyphs on it. It ends up being like a star map. You know what, Devin? It was dumb. You are not allowed to do anything that requires imagination for the show anymore. (laughs) You are strictly allowed for treasures and family murders. That's all you're that's all you can do on the show. Because I we did Roswell and it it was like the biggest buzzkill. Five minutes in, you're like, listen, right off the bat. It's not real, right? It's not. Just tur- and that was right. <laughs> I, he literally did say right as we started the episode. No. Yep, so I'm about to ruin your guys' thoughts on Roswell. Couldn't give us a tease. Couldn't let our and imagination. No. It's, a, I can't. Yeah, it's just, I, I need. I know. I, that's why I, know. I love our show because it deals with facts. Right. Phantom and facts. And if they're not fucking there, they're just not there. Well, I think we should, I should, we should look harder for actual facts instead of just no facts. Well, it my my, you know, it all, it's all you're, based on logic uh, and reason. You're, that's why and I can't I can't why, put myself in the other side. That's why you're in charge of the treasure stories and the murder <laughs> stories. <laughs> Ones that uh, there are not enough facts that keeps me in the realm of mystery. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Okay, how about this? It's Devin five like, so months later do, is just I'll do, Zodi- a- I'll do the Zodiac Killer. How's that sound? Ooh. Ooh. I already got a story for next week, though. I think the Giant Show would be a good one, too, just based off, like, all the archaeological evidence they found for Giants. Like, they used to publish it in, like, the New York Times, Washington Post, like, wait in the late 1800s. I think that's a great show, but that deserves way more respect than the 
three or four hours of research that I could have done today. What about, know, so uh, like, I'm not going to rush it. We got to do that one on the pyramid in the grand Canyon. Yeah, we do need to do that one. Don't we? Yes. The pyramid in the grand Canyon. I've never heard of that. Oh man. Got into that when you, uh, you know, no show. It was in our, yeah, it was on our, uh, <laughs> yeah. It was in our throw throwaway chats, or Monty yeah, didn't show up chats. chats. I don't even think it made it in the edit because you gave up editing it. Because I don't think that made it in at all. It was like six hours, and I cut off, the, and then yeah. I forgot about it. But yeah, no, we ha- we have to discuss that at some point because they have found yeah. what they find Egyptian artifacts inside this pyramid-looking cave at the Grand Canyon. Inside yeah. of it. the guy that actually first like went down the Grand, like the is it the Colorado River? Yeah, the Colorado River that went through the Grand Canyon. The first guy to go through there who's surveying the whole thing is the one who found it prescott yes at 5401 feet of elevation the summit is located in the grand canyon in coconino county arizona okay. probably yeah but the, the theory so goes that the government has it under surveillance now and no one's even allowed close to it mm-hmm. see that'd be a good one to go down yeah that'd, that'd be a good one, one too yeah, we got some good shows coming up the next one yeah. uh next week so i'm excited about yeah, right, cool. Uh, Walker, uh, finally? No, Ooh. no. He's just gonna dangle that low hanging fruit in front Man. of me ever. <laughs> it's like that forbidden apple. I just can't get a bite of it. Corey's First just, time he right told here, me about guys. it, I'm like, what? I thought he just died being a jackass in a Porsche. I, I mean, I've been setting up stories for the Paul Walker story for I quite know, a while I now. Know. You know, but I got I got to get out of the child sacrifice ring for a minute every now and then too, because like I swear, the last month I was just depressed the whole time. Uh, Moloch giving us phone calls. Mo- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know what we're talking about, peeps. Listen uh, to the last show. Yep. Uh, this show, drunk man. Uh, first story: drunk men, not man, drunk men hospitalized Frenchman. after injecting cream into their penises. To make them bigger. I just want to uh, make love to you. (laughs) I love how there's no photos of it. Just pictures of eggplants with tape measures wrapped (laughs) around them. (laughs) Uh, Fucking eggplants. Why do they got to be eggplants, too? Why can't it be a cucumber or something? You know, talk about... That's a really bad representation. Yeah, I know, right? Talk about making you just immediately feel inadequate. My dick isn't as big (laughs) as an eggplant. Yeah, my dick's not blue, either. I don't know. I, think I don't know if I squeeze it hard enough, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No. Uh, <laughs> these two, so two drunken French blokes uh, came up with the idea after watching a YouTube tutorial claiming to offer tips on how to get a bigger penis, which, you know. All right. Anyway. Everything's true on Facebook, right? Or no, wait, YouTube. YouTube. Internet. Yeah. Internet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. my facts. They decided to inject themselves with anti-hermatoma cream, which can be used to treat piles. Oh, and then they'd get piles. yeah, then they'd get bigger willies. I don't know what piles what's are. The, what's well, piles? I, I googled it, and piles are hemorrhoids. This is a nice way. Incessus. a nice way of saying hemorrhoids. I mean, yeah. I kind of got it when I said anti-hematoma cream. I was like, is that anti- is that hemorrhoid cream? But they don't it's come out and gross. say it, but they pretty much squirted hemorrhoid cream into their dicks. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I thought that would shrink a hemorrhoid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Not makes not cause swelling. Uh, I've never used going. it personally. The, so. the initial fear was that the cream could have blocked up the lymph nodes, which the body uses to expel excess fluid, which could explain the swelling. How many lymph nodes do you have? I didn't realize you had lymph nodes in your dick. Uh, technically, so that YouTube video is right. 
It did. It didn't say. You know what? That is true. It didn't say it wouldn't cause you harm. It, it did. That's all I'm saying. That's interesting. Uh, the best part about this story is that you know they didn't they didn't do this on their own. You know they did it together. Teamwork, <laughs> bro code. Did they did they inject it into each other, <laughs> or they were just there as you know together? They did it to themselves. Uh, you know what? It doesn't say. But I think in my head, French guys probably helped each other out. So the one guy's holding it in his hand yeah. as Aww. he's sticking a needle in it. Don't I'm move. Saying. Don't move. I'm trying to give a visual. Don't move, Jacques. <laughs> this for this is for Josephine. <laughs> I'm looking at it, it says hu- uh, humans have love. approximately 500 to 600 lymph nodes distributed throughout the body, uh, which clusters can be found in the underarms, groin, neck, chest, and abdomen. Oh, that's a lot. Uh, these guys would make Pepe Le Pew happy. I mean, they're definitely uh, all about sex. I don't know if they were frolicking through any uh, pastures, though. <laughs> uh, speaking of thing, he was just kind of minding his own business and then just happened to see one, you know? <sighs> Who hey, was? Hey, Pepe hey. Le Pew? Yeah. I guess. And then You, you never know. watched those cartoons? Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, them I all did. Time. yeah, I know. Mon cherie. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> just always chasing them down and just assaulting and molesting them. <laughs> but it was fine. That's how you did it back then. I mean, it made you laugh back in the day, but when you really look at it as more as a doll, you're like, that was actually kind of fucked up. Women were tougher back then. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> you know what a guy you you know what a guy with big dick eats for breakfast? Uh, a bowl of cereal is what I had Don't this morning. You fucking dare! <laughs> you stole my joke because we had to redo this, and now you claim it as your own. That's some baloney. Good man, Jamal. Good yeah. man. Yeah. I'm just no. saying my middle name's Jamal for a reason. I'm gonna oh. give him a ding. Oh. He gets one point. Ding. Until the sun comes out. <laughs> it does pull a statue of David during the daytime. Did you um, see? Hey, did you guys see the fucking video I posted of that redneck chugging that moonshine? No, I, I, I saw no. you post it, but I did not. Uh, did not. Now, I think it's watch personally. It. I do think it's faked. I don't think he really chugs a whole jar of moonshine because you never, you don't see him pour the moonshine out of the jar into the lid to light it on fire. Mm, but fair. it made me laugh. But the guy is he's he's a ginger. I saw, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. But it, it made me laugh how he reacted. But like when he chugged him, like maybe it was moonshine because he can't speak for a minute. <laughs> and I think that is genuine. So maybe it was real. You should, y'all should watch it on our Facebook, put a comment and a like. And I would like to hear if any, what you guys think is it real or not. Phantom Facts Society on Facebook. Uh, yeah. Here is a real story. Uh, out of our favorite state, New York, a parent seeks a New York parent seeks okay to marry their own adult child. Seeks the okay. Seeks seeks the okay. Which Don't you know, you as, like- as a libertarian, doesn't that upset you, uh, Devin? The fact that you have yes. to find the okay from the government to marry your <laughs> no. own kid. How, how? Whoa! Whoa! Since whoa. when Where should the government get come from? <laughs> Man, he wrapped you up bad in that it's all one. about freedom, but this is too far. This is too much. Wow, not very libertarian, if you ask me. This oh, here, here's fine. just a happy. If, if, if this is what makes me disqualify from the libertarian, you know, party, then so be it. I'll take that stand. Uh, incest is a third degree felony under New York law, punishable by up to four years behind bars. Felony, felony, and, and incestuous marriages are considered void, with the spouse facing a fine. 
Oh, spouses facing. I was curious who got the fine. Facing a fine up to six months in jail. However, and I count both of them that they're both spouses. It's what I guess. Yes, I mean they both get I a fine. I take my child to my be my lawfully wedded spouse. Mm. That's just terrible. Uh, what? There's no church that's allowing this. I'm just saying that. Uh, well, it says here a New Yorker wants to marry their own child. They want adult. They're adult suing. Offspring. They're suing the state of New York to overturn the laws, barring the incestuous practice, calling it a matter of individual autonomy. There you go. Uh, the pining parent seeks to remain anonymous, though. I guess Naturally. they don't. I guess. I you mean, know what, guys? It's 2021. Come on. Let's get with the times. Everything, everything is acceptable nowadays. No. Come on. You know no, what? If you raise your child and then you end up falling in. Oh, God damn. I can't even finish that sentence. Mm. <laughs> I wanted to pretend like, but it, it hurt coming out of my mouth. I love it when you take rips on that thing, man. Damn it. I was so far away from it, too. Fuck, this my I, God. I take a suck on it, and I sound like I'm speaking through cotton candy. <laughs> it's actually key lime pie. Let's get it straight. Well, I'm just saying the cloud of smoke makes it sound like this cotton candy in your mouth when you're trying to speak. <laughs> oh, it's good. See? The parent in the new case who hears wedding bells when looking at their own kids said that they want to propose, but would sustain fuck? emotional harm if they did so while the current laws were in effect. New York laws are preventing this person from proposing. Oh man, what happens if you pro- what happens if you proposed to your adult child and they said no? do it at a yankees game you know in front of everyone they're like no mom i can't i know i'm not i just i thought it was just hmm. a one-time fling on the kiss cam <laughs> on the kiss cam oh yeah that puts a whole oh up. my gosh that'd be so nasty <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of those impractical uh, those practical jokers and one of the one of the episodes again like that loss had to go to a game and they put the like cam on him and they made him eat a booger while he was on the Oh. On the big screen thing, what? he's like, "All right, now pick your nose, now eat your booger." <laughs> Everybody in the stands was like, "Oh, so great!" Um, <laughs> the religious sect that eats human flesh and feces. Did you guys see this? Out this of guy India, bad ass man. This this dude is no joke. This is how dirty you get when you never take a shower. Mm. Or no, now, no, they. So I've actually looked into they. They do what like elephants do, where they put mud on themselves is to keep the biting flies and mosquitoes and things away from doing the biting. Oh, that's true. If you put enough of that stuff on you, yeah. it on you, they ain't gonna be able to get through it. That yeah, guy's that beard sense. is epic too. Look at that mustache he's got. It Man. is pretty nice, right? That is disgusting. That little human skull looks pretty fresh too because it's like still red. And then the next photo down, he's drinking water out of it. Oh, like it's yeah. nothing. Uh, drinking, yeah. he's got a skull in his hand, this guy that's covered in mud. <laughs> And he is, I didn't uh, read any of this. Yeah. Whose is this? This is mine. Uh, this is about a uh, religious group deep in the jungle of India, and uh, they don't. Oh. Uh, yeah, they don't. Uh, they don't like outsiders very much. They spend much of their time praying and in meditation. Uh, they try to rid themselves of passion, lust, and shame, and they wear little to no clothing as uh, a way to rid themselves of shame. The Gori believe they exist in the space between life and death, which is why they cover themselves in ash and live in or near burial mm. grounds or cremation sites. Now, on occasion, the Agori will even eat human flesh 
It should be noted that unlike other cannibals, they only eat the flesh of the deceased. They do not actively kill people to eat them. It says here, too, uh, postmortem practices are considered to be filthy in Hinduism, but in in the Aghori, but the Aghori disagree with this, says John. They have their own belief system built upon providing offerings to their God and consuming polluted things like human flesh, excrement, and and or toxins. Uh, now, this is all done by journalists that got over there and was able to infiltrate them. He did say that uh, it was a little scary to see all of the skulls everywhere. He said they would behave strangely, sometimes screaming or running around. Can you imagine stumbling? I mean, he's got pictures here. You see all the skulls just sort of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> they just kind of live how they want. Yeah. That's probably why they eat flesh, though, because they just don't do anything. So at some point, you get hungry enough. If you can't find any food, there you go. Well, it seems like it's actually part of like some sort of tradition uh, linked to their god, Shiva. It's not like an actual hunger thing, because it's not like they do it all the time. But it's to like something with reincarnation and being one. I don't know. Yeah. It's too much. I, mean, I guess I kind of get it, though. I mean, humans are pretty filthy individuals, but I'm not going to line up for some nice uh, smoked white man thigh on a trigger. Mm. Mm, right at 250 there for a good six hours. <laughs> <laughs> right, a matter of fact, content. That guy's prime. Uh, that, that, that guy over there is choice. That's a smoked fatty for you. No, nobody wants a vegan. <laughs> not, not enough meat for freaking bad on him to make it worth your time. Did you guys see this uh, the story of the six weirdest cults in the world? No, I haven't. No, I haven't looked into it. Yeah, this is on the uh, Audi website. Uh, this is their compilation of what they think. Now, there's a couple of weird ones. Did you guys see this uh, this Prince Philip movement? Now, you had a story on this, didn't you? There's a, there's a Prince Philip one. It's not in this here though. Yeah, it's in the next one over. Uh, yeah, yeah, this that, that's an actual tribe. But this is the cargo cults. The cargo cults are found around the world, but are particularly common on the South Pacific Islands. Well, this is kind oh, of what yeah. that next article is about. The local tribes follow these faith, faith worship Western military technology and soldiers as their either de- deities or their emissaries. Some have constructed life-size replicas of the military cargo planes, while some stage imitations of flag-raising ceremonies and military parades. Now, this comes from uh, World War II when we were fighting yeah. over in the Pacific Islands. When I say we, I'm talking about America. That's how far removed you are from tech that when another country shows up, you start worshiping them because you think they're gods. <laughs> well, they, it kind of sounds like ancient alien shit. You, you see, yeah, I mean, like some of these tribes have never been visited again. You know, uh, like we would build an airport there, you know, and then as soon as the war was over, we never went back. And so this was like their, that was their only encounter with technology like that. And so now and when they left <laughs> after World War II, they just back and come, see you later. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. That's, that's crazy. Imagine being so removed from current society where you see, say, an AC-130 come landing in on an air. What I'm assuming they don't even know the airstrip is there, but imagine seeing an AC one thirty land on an airstrip and take off. And you're just like, Oh my God, they're here for us. No, here's what they've talked about. Listen to this, Monty. They constructed, they have constructed life-size replicas of military cargo planes and they imitate flag raising ceremonies and military parades. Wow. 
just so they saw a military plane at one point and it's turned into this whole thing. Yeah. Wow. That's I said. It sounds like ancient alien shit, you know, like how they freaking like have like walls transcribed with supposed like uh, what what people believe to be like a spaceship or or their deities is was an alien that helped them learn something. I mean, you see some of those and you wonder. Dude, like the one in the space uh, suit from India. Have you yeah. ever seen that one? That yes. one's like really trippy. Yeah. It looks like an astronaut. Someone made like a replica of it, like a 3D model of it, and it looks just like a guy sitting in a cockpit. Yeah. Uh, here's another one. Uh, gadgetology. Gadgetology. Did you guys see this one? This originates in Russia. Comes from the uh, cartoon Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Do you guys remember that? No. Yeah. I used to watch this when I was a kid. Yes. I come over from Same school. Here. Yes, Same me here. too. Uh, they worship the female cartoon mouse named Gadget Hackwrench as their uh, deity. What? Yeah. How is this? I don't understand. I mean, I guess I. it's just it's like any big... other religion where people kind of, I mean, come on. Now, there's already been splits in the religion, uh, three different splits. There's tra- oh, no. <laughs> there's traditional gadgetology, progressive gadgetology, <laughs> and... As the most ominous strain, apocalyptic. <laughs> what what's going to happen in apocalyptic gadgetology? I don't know. The the figurines are going to come to life. <laughs> and there I saw him, and upon him was death. And it's going to be fucking you know Alvin riding on Chippendale. I can't go there. Confused. You were Alvin and Chipmunks there. Oh, uh, Chippendale. Yeah, Chippendale. Those are the same, aren't they? Damn no. near. No, one was a singing boy band forced into oh, servitude true. by a human master. Wow. And the other they one. They offered him fucking a free place to stay. Oh, wow. Have been grateful. Well, sounds like a great deal. Sounds like the same deal fucking uh, NSYNC got. <laughs> this last one is crazy. The Brethren? Yeah, the Brethren. Yeah, that's a good the, one. The Brethren, Brethren is a movement is also known as the Garbage Eaters. The cult is the brainchild of Jim Roberts, who was founded in the offshoot of the Jesus hippie scene in the 70s. The, uh, this could have gone down a dark path. The Manson family was born in the under the same circumstances. They give up everything. Houses, cars, personal possessions, even clothes. It all has to go. Roberts insists his followers lead homeless lives, discouraging bathing and encourage them to eat trash and discarded food. So you give up everything you have. So one day you're living sounds in a beautiful like, sounds mansion. Like, sounds like the, 16th Street Mall in Denver. Yeah, and the next day you just give it all up. Your clothes and everything. You're 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 smoking the cigarette that the dude threw down on the sidewalk three days ago, and you're eating the banana peel from six days ago. Hey, you know what? Oh. I mean, way to recycle. It sounds like more, more <laughs> why are you being devil's advocate tonight? I, I'm just saying. I've, I've just, noticed that. I'm honoring. Huh? I'm honoring. I want to fight someone. Fight me. I want. I. I'm one of those guys. I hope they all fucking die. They're wow. waste. Wow. Wow. That's not yeah. nice. They're out there. No, no your, it's not nice. It's just real. Like stop enabling them, bro. They're out I don't there. Want to walk down the park and see a bunch of fucking needles. The next, you know. Let's make heroin centers so the fucking they can shoot up somewhere without. First of all, that is. How about we just freaking throw them in a river? <laughs> oh, burlap sacks. And it's still like a active, party. Still active today. The group is still active today. That's insane. I mean, well, yeah, think about it. these people homeless. are the these people are the human cockroaches of the world. There has to be some. There has to be decomposers in every sense of the matter, and that's these people. Uh, I don't know why we assume they were heroin addicts. I think that's very. <laughs> that's very. Very rude. Jim Roberts a, is out here right. 
trying sure. to eat your trash to make the world a better place and you're just no, calling them all no, druggies no, throwing them like... in a river no i'm just saying no that was luke perry that was fucking taking that picture with perfectly timed uncomfortable fan photos with celebrities what are you talking about what are you talking about bud that's disgusting <laughs> remember i talked about the guy that played the oh, damn elaine uh, lane frost oh luke my perry. god no we don't because that was in the uh, previously recorded show that was a bomb yeah 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 that was your fault uh i first of all who's who's being who's being argumentative right now huh you because you're taking up the stand for homeless people just because you were you were once ouch damn i know right (laughs) too much too Too much much. is it too much i'm just saying you 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 got to turn it down. Just turn uh, down a couple notches for us, no, bud. No, it's See, beautiful. No. I love it. He made his way out of it, though. I did. The system worked for him. See, Devin, you posted this one. Tribe is worshiping Prince Philip. Where the hell are we? I thought you were skipping uh, right up Walmart no. employee. Yeah, I, I'm coming back to it. But uh, oh, good job, Devin. Yeah. God damn it. Fuck. <sighs> how the tribe worship Prince Philip as a god, and how, how they've reacted to his death. So I was reading this. Mm-hmm. And it's actually quite interesting. This tribe has in their, uh, what do you call it, their myths or their uh, traditions that the son of their mountain god moved away and he married a wealthy female. I'm trying to find it in here. I'm... You got pictures of this tribe holding pictures of Prince Philip. Well, when he came to the island to visit. I mean, look because at they ended up becoming a British colony. Right. Well, the prophecy, the prophecy foretold. Oh what? So their their legends, a pale skinned son of a mighty and he was a pale skinned son of a mighty mountain god once lived on the island, desiring companionship, the son left Tana and traveled across the oceans. Eventually in a distant land he found a perfect woman and got married to her. His bride was a powerful and wealthy woman, also like a queen or something. Although the mountain gun sod had left Tana for foreign lands, the tribespeople eagerly waited for his return. You see, there was a prophecy that at some point he would come back to his home island. So Ivanatu became a British colony in 1906, decades later. The tribes people saw the respect the colonial officers gave to Queen Elizabeth. This was clear, clearly a powerful and wealthy woman from a distant country, exactly the one that's from their legends. To them, this has only made sense that her husband would be the deity and the son of the mountain god. Their belief was a strengthened when the uh, royal couple visited Vanatu. In 1974, a few members of the tribe managed to see Prince Philip from a distance. There he was, their lost god in the flesh. He had returned to his home island just as the sages had prophesied in the past. Man. So these guys... So they meet him. Yeah, so to them, King Philip was the lost pale, pale-skinned pale son of the mountain god. I'm getting more and more convinced that I should just move to one of these islands because I feel like I'd be worshipped. <laughs> Well, you have to be, you have to find the wealthy, powerful woman, though. That's see, that's the key. That's, Here's the crazy part: is it shows praise to the cargo drop, and we just covered that. It says yeah, the veneration of Prince Philip was a part of a wider phenomenon known as cargo cults. These religious these religions are found in various places around the world, but they are particularly pre- prevalent in South Pacific. Yeah, that's what, what I said. I was like, wow, that totally ties into Prince Philip thing. Yeah. That's uh, wild. Must be nice, huh? Must be nice to be worshipped. To be treated like a god, like he just shows up and they just treat him like he's the king, like he's always been treated. He doesn't realize it. Yeah, he's like, oh man, <laughs> these guys are on. Thank you cute. for bringing me this shit, you peasant. 
<laughs> this is how I should always be treated. I love this place. Uh, <laughs> they give me more respect here than they do in England. Uh, well, I mean, I, I guess because he had a chance to. I mean, could he have a chance to be king? How does that work? As a deity? No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, no. because he married Queen Elizabeth, how come that doesn't no, make him No, the king? way that works, she, she remained as the head figure because she had the family ties. So just because he married her doesn't make him king. Man, talk about what a great gig, huh? Oh. No, no responsibilities, banging the Queen <laughs> of England. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can get to go to all the functions and drink and no one has to ask you about anything political. Just be like, oh, Phil, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Sounds like the perfect job for Joe Biden. Oh, <laughs> oh I, yes. I don't like to get political, but I'm just saying. He wouldn't know where to go to the party. <laughs> or would fall down walking up. <laughs> oh, uh, moving on. Okay, writes his own uh, jokes. Fired. Everybody. Did you guys see the story? Fired Walmart employee drives through car, uh, drives car through store's front door. Yeah, I did. I picked this one. Because scroll down and look at this guy's yes. mustache. <laughs> yeah. Oh, exactly. wow. Wow. It looks exactly like you'd expect him to. Uh, and I'd do it again. Uh, and I'd do it again. Fuck all of them. He had like outstanding warrants and this stuff. This motherfucker. Damn, like, what, a, what a guy. He's just like, fuck this. I'm driving my car through the store. He looks stoned as hell. He does look pretty stoned in that photo. <laughs> Being held on... <laughs> County jail for a hundred thousand dollar bond. Lacey, uh, I mean, there's really not a whole lot to the story besides he got fired and he just decided to drive his car through the front door. But he also drove it into the store for a while. Uh, his name is Lacey Cordell Gentry, 32 of Charlotte, been charged <laughs> and on a hundred thousand dollar bond. Late, <laughs> I mean, with a name like Lacey, your parents just sort of set you up for failure. I like how the officer told if. Uh, officer statement, quote unquote, if you take a car through a Walmart, there's going to be a lot of damage. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the quote. Thank from you. The officer. Thank you, officer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, well, let me write that down here. That's a good quote. Can I get you? <laughs> Too get bad you? they didn't put the officer's name. So we like they would give him so much. They probably already are at the precinct back. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, way to go. Really? That's the statement you gave the news. Good job, bud. <laughs> uh, it just turns out that if you drive a vehicle inside the store. It's going to cause a lot of damage. Oh, love it. Uh, speaking of a lot of damage, did you guys see this story out of Reuters? Uh, an Italian army tank taking part in military exercises accidentally blows up a chicken coop. <laughs> Holy shit. What? Uh, this uh, Italian tank blows up coop. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> killing cross foul. He cross foul like really Reuters. Really? <laughs> A punny ass uh, fucking title. It was uh, next to a, uh, a a small town where this uh, army shooting range is located. The army did not make an immediate comment. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, said that uh, the farmer woke up on a Thursday morning and saw that their chicken shed had been uh, partially collapsed and many birds had perished. How do you not hear that Wait, when they shoot yeah. it? How do you not hear a tank <laughs> driving through your chicken coop or Wednesday? And you don't notice it until Thursday morning when you saw it. What? First shot it, yeah. The uh, and many birds had perished. By the way, that's hilarious to see the tank tracks just going through it. Like, oh my god, just <laughs> World War Two all over again. Uh, the uh, the city has opened an investigation and impounded the tanks involved in the oh, exercise. Please, <laughs> God. 
It's so reactionary. It sounds like this story was written in America, how but did, it's in Italy. How does that go? A bunch of like the Italian <laughs> army goes up to the fuck po- impound. impound. Yeah, they go to the impound. We'd like our tank back. <laughs> They put one of those claw things on it. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Like a boot. A boot. Put a boot yeah, on there's the a tank yeah. boot on the tank. How does that work? Yeah. You know, if this was in Russia, they'd be like, <clears throat> no comment. No comment. So, <laughs> uh, chicken coop in the way. On side note, KFC is very good. <laughs> he had what coming to him. Yeah. They'd be like, uh, there is no story here. In Russia, chicken don't <laughs> blow up on you. You blow up chicken. <laughs> when I was in the Marines, like on uh, Camp Pendleton, it was a very large base on South, uh, Southern California. And there's a herd of buffalo that live on the base. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm an anti, I was anti-tank and uh, demolition. So we shot rocket launchers and big-ass fucking <laughs> missiles. <laughs> and so we're fucking... We're getting it. There's all these old tanks and like armored vehicles out there that we're supposed to shoot and, you know, to get practice. And uh, all of a sudden, this bull just starts walking through. And these fucking missiles are going like right in front of him, right behind him. He doesn't even stop. He does not give a shit. I'm like, oh, my God, someone please hit it. (laughs) But they didn't. They called ceasefire, you know, shut everybody down. But it was so close to seeing freaking Buffalo Burger all over that thing. <laughs> I uh <laughs> I was just praying to hit it. But I do have another buffalo story that's pretty funny. Oh yeah. So we go on humps all the time in the Marines, you know? Mm-hmm. And the rule is when you come across buffalo, you don't fuck with them because they're fucking mean. Right. Well, we're doing this hike, it's at night. There's a buffalo laying on the uh, it wasn't on the trail, but it's like off to the side. But they just everybody just kept going. But as they're going by, you have the occasional guy kicking fucking rocks at it and shit, being a jackass. So we get going, and then all of a sudden I hear, Holt. I'm like, what? I look up, and one of my friends, Chad Morton's like staring right into the eyes of this fucking bull that's like less than six feet away from him because the bull stands up and is just looking at him pissed. I'm like, oh, fuck. And everybody's like, don't do it. Like, don't fucking move. And he takes like the slightest half step back. And that fucking bull drops his head, charges, hits him. Tosses my buddy like fucking 10 feet in the air. I just see this like rag dog get shot up like, oh shit. And everybody kind of like takes off. And I see him and he lands on his pack and the fucking roughs him up a little bit. And the and the bull is just snorting snot like on his face, mm-hmm. on his face. I'm like, don't fucking move. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I'm not, I'm not. You know, trying not to yell and cry. And the fucking bull just takes his time, walks away. And he, my buddy didn't get hurt or anything. And he stands up and he's like, you fucking assholes. And we all started laughing. It was so fucking funny, but man, that's like the most I'd ever seen anybody get roughed up. Uh, here's a and little. He walked away, here's a and it's all because he was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> I say that's because you don't believe in Christ. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get for taking all those holidays extra off that we don't get. <laughs> Monty, come on, it's wow. okay to laugh, but it's, <laughs> it's a true story. But it's also, you know, I'm adding a little bit in there. Yeah, well, Honey, uh, are you Jewish? Did I just offend you, Monty? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> he wasn't here. He, he wasn't, wasn't even here. Wow, dude. Okay, I, I have a good excuse. The show. No, I, I highly doubt you have one, but tell us anyway. I swear to God, it's like fucking dealing with an eighteen-year-old. <laughs> what? 
It's just, you know, excuses, excuses. <laughs> I had to fucking piss so bad. It's been over an hour since I've had to piss. busted in. The one time I call you out in the show and you ain't fucking there. It's what... Dude, I started, we started at 6.30. It's 8.15. I had to fucking piss, man. It was right there at the tip of my fucking dick. Oh, my God. I did, uh, dude, I was pinching it. I think I it's funnier pinching. that Monty felt he could leave on your story, Devin. Then. <laughs> He's like, all right, Devin's talking. I, I got a good solid five minutes. You know what's funny, too, is he has no idea what we're talking about. I walked in the door, and all I heard is, Monty, Monty, Monty. I was like, fuck. Dude, I had. I, 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 and you know what? As I got up to piss, I was like, "We have to come up with like a word or a phrase or something when somebody has to fucking piss." I got an idea. Do huh? Say timeout and yeah. we fucking pause <laughs> where we can go take a leak, and then you so know, we just better. edit it out. Oh, I feel so, but I feel bad for that. I'm like, well, no, now you're I gonna can't. have to listen to the replay for sure to understand even what the hell I was talking it. about. I know. That's that was, it was key fine. to the story tonight. It was key to the story. They added tonight. Jewish jokes at the end. I mean. I didn't really say those things. I said it because they're funny, but he really was Jewish. Oh, man. Speaking of Jewish, dude, I just saw a video today on TikTok. It was this kid. He was lighting up a a, uh, fireplace from 100 years ago. So he's starting the fire in it, and he starts hearing singing in the background. And there's some Jewish guy watching next to him, and all of a sudden the dude goes, that's Jewish. Oh, shit, it's coming from the fire. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so fucking bad to post on the Internet. How can you post stuff like that on the fucking Internet? Jews have like thick skin. They can handle it. Next level thick skin. Jesus. Yeah. That's why you need my, uh, my cousins need... are actually Jewish. <sighs> that's why you need um, to live in New York. Uh-huh. Right. And uh, one of them, he enjoys the Jew jokes. The other one, not so much. <laughs> well, that's but I like said, I... dude, I was like, you're a lawyer in New York Ooh. and you're getting mad at a Jew joke. You're like the most Jewish New Yorker I've ever met. Ooh. <laughs> Well, it's like some of the guys I work with, they'll be like, hey, man, don't worry. You can say whatever you want. You have your black card. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then we have this other guy at work that's um, he's from Zimbabwe, actually, from Zimbabwe, did the whole all his paperwork and everything to be United States citizen. Right. Oh, and that's every, awesome. time, every every time he's out, out having break with us, having a smoke, it's like. I don't want to say anything that's going to piss this guy off because I haven't gotten the all clear. I'm afraid I'm going to get shot in the neck with a blow dart from him. Well, you have to understand, too. Wow. He's not used to, he's blow not used dart? to American. Wait, you <laughs> think he's going to pop out of the jungle? <laughs> Dude, he's going to drop from a acacia yeah, tree, bro. You I mean, racist I'm sure motherfucker. He's I'm sure he's experienced racism. I'm not going to go there and be like that guy, but like, I'm sure like he's got a different understanding of it. Yeah. Than, like, but it's still... Know things like i don't know how much i can say in front of other black guys because i don't know if he knows that like it's okay that i'm joking with this other black dude about some <laughs> racist bullshit you my know? uh my ex-girlfriend was- you have to be careful you have to be careful with it and, and this and it's understandable because they earned it because mm-hmm. they got fucked over for a long time yes first sir. of all no the jews i know were in a holocaust so they can just settle on down ooh, ooh. second of all true my my ex, my ex, uh, girlfriend, I went to a Christmas party with at her mom and dad were separated. So I went to a Christmas party where her mom and grandma were hosting it. And, uh, we were all sitting around the kitchen and we, and we started talking about goulash and where, where it's like the whitest of dishes. Well, mm. where, where did goulash originate from? 
And, isn't it? It's just a mix of freaking like pasta and stuff, isn't it? Well, it's a mix of leftovers, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought it that's was. Just I like understand. a mishmash of stuff, just all thrown in like a, yeah. in like a, uh, what do you like a baking dish? Goulash, we make it with yeah. fresh food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so we we got talking about it, right? And then uh, well, I think we discovered it was from like Belgium. I think it's where yeah. it originates from is Belgium. I, I, but, I have no idea. But yeah. they were they her family was from Germany, and so they're like, "Well, I wonder what the difference is between Belgium and German goulash." And I said, "One you cook in the oven." And it turns out that her ma <laughs> and grandma are Jewish. Ooh. <laughs> Here I got a little bit of fact for that you. That's kind of a high five joke. That I mean, that was good. <laughs> great joke. It was a great yeah. joke. <laughs> Yeah. A little phantom fact here for you. Goulash actually came from Hungary. Oh, that's right. Hungary. The or- origins of goulash have been traced back to the ninth century to stews eaten by Magyar, fuck, Magyar shepherds. <laughs> I love it. Money enunciations. You know what we should do? We just have a we should have a segment where Money has to try to like pronounce like ten different words. Not fair. And everyone he gets right, then we have to fucking drink. And everyone he gets wrong, he has to drink. (laughs) Money would be drunk. (laughs) I'll be drunk. I get them all wrong all the time. It's just ten drinks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But it's weird because German goulash is made of beef stew, so the Germans made it fancy. See, that's my heritage right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, wow. One of the many things. <laughs> <laughs> you guys also thought like you could sausage con- and beer. You guys also yep. thought you could go to war with the world twice oh, and lost <laughs> twice. Exactly. It took the world to beat the Germans. Oh no, 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 no! U.S. is World War back-to-back champs, but this is true. This is true. Uh, we have a story here of dated 2017. Who gave me this one? Former manager of DOD Aerospace Threat Program, UFOs Are Real. A story that was covered in our fourth episode. Uh, who gave me this? <laughs> was it? Yep, sure was. Yep. Let me guess who, 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 who brought oh. it. It was me. <laughs> why, do we, why do you guys do this to me? What? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Something extra, extra, God, what is wrong? Extraordinary was revealed today, October 23rd, 2017. Former high level officials. Four years ago. I always look at the date when I look at the fucking topics when I look at Four years ago. Breaking it. (laughs) You know what? What vehicles came out that year, Monty? (laughs) Yeah. 2017. Oh man, Corvette had the C6 Corvette. It was the best Corvette they ever released. That was that was uh, yeah. That's uh, where they did it, right. No, let's go over the story again. <laughs> that's great. Tell me about uh, where it. Where are we at? Former manager. There you go. Tom DeLong. Remember that name? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> sounds familiar. <laughs> You know what? It's okay. You know, I'll be on here I as just the know. guy that just gets bashed and laughed at. It's good. It's good. I appreciate Cause, it. Because I, I can guarantee you how the topical selection went for Monty. Uh, weird <laughs> news. First one. That's it. No, no, no. I actually looked. It is literally <laughs> the first one on HuffPo. Uh, if you Google, if you go Google, it was just a little. Let's one. see. That's not type, what's going to come up. Type in Google. Right. And then you type in weird news type in weird news <laughs> that's then, not what i oh, there's a huff po 
Well, let me click on the HuffPo link here. Oh, That's first one. Me. Former manager no. of DoD Aerospace. Oh, no. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, it's the first story. <laughs> I'm making it easy for our followers, Courtney. Uh, making it easy for Monty. Here's a story for you guys. Mm. North Dakota man says condo association threatens a $200 a day fine over his American flag noise. Where is so, this? Wait, where is that? Uh, oh, right there, right yep, below it. Yep, North Dakota man. Yeah. $200 daily fine over American flag noise. Just noise in general. I wonder if he flew an ISIS flag. Would the fine be lower? Or <laughs> Wow. Or the don't trade on me sign. Oh, that's definitely 300 a day. (laughs) You know those flags are loud as fuck. A Fargo, North Dakota man said he's been receiving threatening letters from his condo association over over complaints that his American flag is making too much noise on the windy days. He goes on to say, it's something I've always wanted when I owned a home. The homeowner, Andrew Almers told Fox News, having American flag in a yard is just an American thing. That That's the pride we have. Hmm. I'm confused. It's not in his yard. It's on his like little... He's in an apartment complex, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, it's on his back patio. Or, well, yeah, his patio. Yeah, I got a picture of it. But he must I be a terrible neighbor. You know what? When I, I know, lived in a right? condo, though, we had an American flag flying out front. And the second I put one out, everybody else did. And even when we bought the house we're in now, I mean, my neighborhood has them all the way down, all the way around, and even uh, other political flags and things like that up. So I, I, the, uh, I can't. Con- the condo association didn't immediately respond to calls from Fox News, but Almer said he suspected the real issue is a personal vendetta. The condo, no shit. Like I said, is he a fucking terrible neighbor? Well, his his the person, the uh, condo association president, who happens to live in the unit above Almer. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, if you're shitty, fucking like karma. You know what I'm saying? No, you know what? Get no. me in contact with this guy. I will send him an all black American flag. How about that? Wow. What if he's a dick though? You you think he's a dick? Okay, I'm not saying he's a dick for flying the American flag. That's exactly right. no, what I heard. No. What I'm saying is he's, he's being a terrible. He's probably a fucking dick just in general. And so this person is just finding what they can to fuck with him. Nope. Devin DeLapp on Facebook says if you're flying American flag, you're a dick. That's <laughs> Why do you got to put me out there like that, man? I'm a fucking U.S. Marine. Bring it. Come come to my house, motherfucker. <laughs> I did more. Uh, I don't think he's a dick. I think I think this. Listen, first of all, this chick, she's if you look at the picture, she's on the top floor, right? Right above him. She just wants to have it. She probably Fucking is just, I don't know. Ooh, you know, when yeah. you're in Fargo, North Dakota, you ain't got much to do. So then you start nitpicking shit. Well, how much wind does North Dakota get for uh, an American lot, flag to be that so loud? Flat, you can watch your dog run away yeah. for like three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> the, there is sucks. nonstop wind in North Dakota, Monty. Dude, if you want to know where like sunflowers come from, go to North Dakota. Yeah. They grow a fuckload of sunflower seeds up the, there. That and beets. It's just lots yeah, of beets. Sunflowers for like from Fargo. All the way to like Dickinson, which is like 400 miles. Yeah, I uh, huh. I actually did a mission over there, and we covered 900 square miles in 10 days. Ugh. You know, most people when they go on missions, they go 
like cool places. I well, I was all excited, dude. You know, because I was like twenty, twenty one. You know, sort of in that prime. You were still Jehovah then. Yeah, I was in. Yeah, okay. I was in the prime. Uh, you know, looking for my cult wife, and I thought this was going to be the trip. And it turns out the rumor that all the pretty women in North Dakota are hiding behind trees is very true. <laughs> it's very true. Yeah, it's like. I've said that in an earlier show, but I was like, you know, my dad always told me, he's like, what do you, what do you call a beautiful woman in North Dakota? A tourist. <sighs> it's true. Oh, again. Ever heard of a they have They have trees in North Dakota. Like, if you've been around <laughs> Kildeer-ish. Uh, yeah, but the majority of that state is just a barren, barren. It's flat and cold. And then you hit that one line, too. It's just like the temperature seems to drop 20 degrees. North Dakota's ready stuff. to go I mean, to court. I mean, I don't feel like we're losing many listeners up there, so fuck North Dakota. Wow, no, Ooh, no, whoa, no, 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 not at all. No. I've been up there. I've worked up there. Bro, I... I that's that's my stomping grounds over there. South Dakota, North Dakota, Iowa, Minnesota. You can't Let's be. Let's get some Don't good filter fish, there. everybody. Let's get some good filter fish and eat it together. <laughs> Sounds like a great time, man. They make those low-born Germish or low-born German people over there. They make great food, like you know, full of pastries and sausages. It's really good. Mm. No, fuck you, Devin. First of all, you're just in an argumentative mood, and I will not put up with me it. Out on the show like that, you just bring out more hate, more hey, hate. Hey, Devin, did just, you know? Just keep bringing it. Did you know the former? Like, I get mad because I'm like, why the fuck you pull Neil on on blast? <laughs> like, fuck off, Devin. Did you know that the uh, former manager of the Department of Defense Aerospace Threat Program said UFOs are real? <laughs> Jesus. I do know that the former head of the uh, the new ATF, head of the ATF, uh, was the one that was in charge of Waco, Texas, and killed all those kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, isn't that funny? Like, it's just a big club, man. I'm not talking about it. We have a more important issue, right? There is a Guinness World's Record rabbit that has been stolen in the United Kingdom. We're going to follow this story till Darius has returned home. Darius? That's his name. Uh, Darius the Rabbit who uh, is the world's largest rabbit, disappeared from a backyard in the village of Stolton over the weekend. They believe he's been stolen. I don't know. I mean, it could have been possible. He's probably in his stew. He's probably just just a big old pile of shit laying in his sewer somewhere. This thing is four feet, three inches. What? Yeah. 20 pounds. That sounds like some good eating. I'm not even going to lie. Owner Annette Edwards a large Look rabbit breeder and model, urged the culprit or culprits to return Darius to his home, <laughs> saying it was a very sad day. She offered a thousand pound reward, but tweeted Tuesday, please, please, I am so upset. Can you bring my Darius back? I'm putting the reward up to 2,000 pounds. Wow. He's in soup, lady. Dude, I mean, it's this he's is, in somebody's fridge's leftovers. This is a huge rabbit. Oh, show. Either that or he's splattered on a road somewhere wow. being picked at by ravens. Man, we are just dark today. You know, this is what happens when we don't have a main story. We just no, it's, it's just I was attacked and I just I'm just hate. You were attacked by a rabbit? Fuck everybody. By a rabbit? Huh? You were attacked by a rabbit? <laughs> no, just pull my name on blast saying I'm anti American oh, anti flag. So oh, everybody. Wow. Fuck the rabbits. <laughs> fuck North Dakota. Fuck sausage and get filled with fish. <laughs> That's the time. Same. It's too. Monty loves it when I go on rants. I love it. Starting. Why are we I trying to it. please Monty? Please me. Warming up. He's so happy now. See. Oh. Uh.
He brought it out. He does. He does. He he instigates it, doesn't he? I do, especially when I know he's had a couple beverages in him. I have to. I just I, have to poke the bear. The you know, bear, I just have to poke it. Just because of that. Because I do rage. Like I said before, it ebbs and flows. And when I rage, I'll have a good five minutes of just fucking spiteful hate <laughs> spew out. I don't know how you no, could. I don't know how you could look at this bunny and have any type of hate in your heart. I mean, look at him; it's adorable. It its eyes, though, it looks de- demonic. Look at its eyes. Uh, it's, you ever picked up a rabbit that didn't want to be picked up? Yeah, they're not happy. They yeah. fucking scream. They're so freaking loud. They, yeah, they are. My mom, towards the end of my teenage years, uh, just started adopting animals nonstop, and she got a couple rabbits. And she named them all like Hebrew names, of course, because it couldn't be just something normal. And uh, you have to do the <laughs> yep, exactly. You the you fucking hack like up a loogie. This is <laughs> it means life in Hebrew. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yeah. Just kidding, Fuck. mom. I love you. Our final story. Say it. Is Say we're, it. We're not going to do it. I just think what? that's a good one no. to end up on. So uh, let's see. Uh, no. I want to hear the story about your rabbits. What do you mean? What about my rabbits? You just told the story that, they, that I, that's it? You just had your rabbits and they're named Hebrew names? Okay. So, well, it started off. She got a rabbit when we were, when I was eight. And I had an older brother. And we had a dog named Jazz who is half, uh, half coyote, half chow. That's what the Indian told us that gave it to him gave it to us he was very much a he's very much chow you know like just family oriented didn't like anyone else and uh, mom got this buddy named snowball for my brother and i remember one day getting home from school and i saw that jazz that was our dog's name had gotten into a pillow and like there was stuffing you know the inside of the pillow was just everywhere until i realized it was it was snowball he had oh no <laughs> He had taken snowball. And just, snowball. There was there was white fur everywhere. And so we didn't have a rabbit for a long time after that. And then uh and then when I was sixteen, she got two rabbits and she was going through this well, I she still does this. I mean they got like two dogs now and they're all named Hebrew and shit. And uh but yeah, no, she fucking loved these rabbits. I don't know. I, I was thankfully almost out of the home at that time, so I didn't give a fuck about the rabbits. Wow. What do you call? Uh... <laughs> well, I'm not gonna do it. No, no. <laughs> you got... Ever heard of a? I keep fucking it up. What do you call God what? What? What were you gonna say? Okay, you know what? I had someone that died in the in the um, Holocaust too. They just fell out of the guard tower Auschwitz. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that worse, <laughs> dude. It just gets worse. <laughs> What do you always? All right, so ready? What do you call an always happy rabbit? What do you call an always happy rabbit? What? Yeah, a optimist. <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> you can't laugh at what? Because we told morbidly <laughs> dark so jokes. Bad. It's just so bad. Just so bad. Uh, <laughs> that that was not a winner at a dinner party when I told that joke. No. No. <laughs> no the. Uh, the wife was actually from Germany. No, no. She didn't think it was particularly funny. Um, my neighbor, my other neighbor, thought it was great. <laughs> and uh, I, <laughs> there was three couples there. It was me and my wife, and then our other neighbors, uh, Nikki and Randy. Which I love Randy. You guys love Randy. He's great. 
Paul and his wife, I don't remember his his wife was the German girl. And then a hippie couple from Boulder. Ah. Uh. And she had like the dirty dreads. Not just like mm-hmm. the long ones that get bleached out. They like she trimmed him on purpose and they're like short little cat turds on her head. But mm. she's a white girl. Mm-hmm. And uh we're sitting there at dinner and the opportunity came for a great Jew joke and (laughs) got to jump on it. And it happened to be something like, I don't think Hitler's plan was, I I said, I didn't think Hitler's plan was wrong, but it was on the right track or something like that. It was just a, it was a joke in poor taste. It really was. And uh, Randy laughed and the German girl takes offense to it. Like of all the people there, (laughs) I take offense to that. I'm like, Why? She's like, well, you know, I'm German, right? I was like, yeah, but of all the people here, you should be giving me a high five for that job. <laughs> uh, never spoke to her again after that. She didn't kick me out of the house immediately, but she definitely she, uh, she got dirty she. looks in the neighborhood there for a while. Tell <laughs> <laughs> your welcome was worn there. Did you guys ever watch uh, the TV show The League? No. Oh, I know it's, what you're talking it's about. a great it was a show. Movie was or a year or so, right? Yeah, it's it's a great show. But they got uh, there's this one episode where <laughs> he's got a pothole right in front of his driveway, and he's Jewish, and uh, it's Nick Kroll, you know, and he's like, they won't they won't fix the pothole. He keeps calling the city, so finally he spray paints a swastika over it. Oh damn! Because he figures Ooh. that once they see the swastika, they'll have to come and fill it up, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, but Google, Google Maps, the Google takes, truck goes by or the takes, car or whatever. Yeah, takes a photo. <laughs> so like, you zoom down from the satellite image, and there he is, spray painting the swastika. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it has him spray painting yeah, it he's, as he's doing it? Yeah, as oh, he's doing no. it. As he's doing it, he's sort of like looking up in the sky, all squinty-eyed and shit. Oh, this is a funny episode. That's a great series. If you never get a chance you ever get a chance to watch it, you should. The League. All right, guys. Well, I guess uh, that's the episode, huh? So we're still not going to do Voldemort, are we? What are you talking about? Voldemort. No nope. goat. Sure not. Sure God. not. I tell you what, once you bring me a topical that isn't dated 2017, Monty, maybe we what? will do Voldemort. But it's Voldemort. Come on. Nope. Uh we can still do it. Nope. Not no. doing it. I'm sharing it every week. I don't care until he gets on. <laughs> what are we talking about anyway? Hex. We're doing a special story about a pop star icon next week. Voldemort? No. <laughs> I do that to be a fuck. <laughs> uh, um, about a guy that uh, <clears throat> was a very successful pop star and had an awful family life growing up and turned himself white. It'll be a good story. Oh, Jackson, huh? Yeah, sounds like Michael Jackson. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. What's his dad's name? Gotta, gotta tune oh, in for next week. That's how you, you know, it's just proof that you can beat your child and to be successful i guess you know i will say this there is something to be said for that i mean sure it fucks them up in every other way i don't way. believe in beating your kid i don't believe in being like in like spankings or like beatings i mean sure i believe in attention pain i call it but like lining your kid up and smoking them with a belt or like a paddle i i, I don't totally agree with but i understand why parents do it and you know it works for some people and if it works then that's how you do it 
And I'm not judging people, and I'm not saying that that's the way you should do it or not. I just personally feel like it's a fine yeah. balance between mm-hmm. taking your anger out on someone and trying to train your child up. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times uh, spankings fall under the first rather than the latter. Yeah, but like you know, like I have hurt my kids before. Like you know, my boys being dumb, especially like when I really will go off the handles if they hurt their sisters. Mm. Like that's when I probably lose my patience the quickest and I'll either a squeeze their arm. Now my, my boys are high schoolers now, so that doesn't have the same effect. But if I, if I give them that good thump right in the fucking chest with my fucking three fingers, you know what I'm talking about? That fucking whop. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know what? I get their attention. Like that's all I'm trying to do. Like, dude, you can hurt your sisters now. Like before when you were a kid, <clears throat> you, know, you get a little tiff, meh, you know, but now that you're fucking almost a man, they're not. Right, like you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta learn how to restrain yourself. Yeah, so, but at the same time, it I works gotta too give them because... that attention because they'll just go off there. I'm like, wake the fuck up! I'll fuck you up. Well, because my daughter, like the, the perfect example is uh, earlier this week, her teacher sent us an email like, hey, she's not doing her assignments, this and that. And so my wife called her and was like, hey, you're not doing your assignments, and she's like, no, I am, I am, Dad, I, I remember. I, I'm doing them. Trust me. I learned from last time with dad and that's all, that's all that it took. You know, she, it, I've spanked my daughter. I don't think I've ever given her the belt, but I've definitely spanked her before in the past, but it's only in an extreme situation. Even my wife reminded me uh, earlier this week. She's like, Hey, just don't show up to the house and beat her rear. And I'm like, no, she's 10 now. I'm not going to beat her rear. You know, right. it's, it, we're past that now. It's the whole fact that you need to learn that we're disappointed it's not it's not it's not a physical pain anymore i got beat when i was a kid so did i and i don't blame my parents for it like Mm -hmm. you know i deserved fucking a good amount of those beatings i got Mm -hmm. and the last good one i got like i'd watch this movie it was uh emilio estevez movie where he goes into a bank but he doesn't rob the bank, but he blows up all their files. So this is this is how old my ass is. This is pre-internet shit where they don't have everything on the internet. Like everything's kept in paper folders. You know, that's the that's the the deed equivalent. Like if you burn the papers, no one knows. Right. Mm-hmm. Like so, World Trade Center. I don't remember the name of the movie. I'd, I'd, I'd actually have to search like Neil Estevez movies to like find it. Aaron Walsh was a really good movie, and he goes in there because his family's going bankrupt or something is going on. So he goes to the bank that has it and burns it down pretty more or less. But he makes these little bombs to like burn the filing cabinets. He doesn't steal any money. And that's how the movie start, or like kind of goes. And by the end of it, though, he's on the run from the FBI, and he ends up taking money, at, like actually becoming a bank robber. Mm. But... I got the idea. He's making like glorified Molotov cocktails, what he was doing. And we had leftover like mortars from 4th of July. So I broke these fuckers in half and I made little mini bombs and like (laughs) Molotov cocktails out of them. And I actually, I put it in the middle of this giant dirt road where I got ran over as a child. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> when I set it off, like I still had the fuse and everything from the mortar. So I watched it like we were hiding behind a piece of plywood. I mean, I had it all set up so we wouldn't get hurt. When it exploded, I didn't expect the diesel and the gas. I practically made napalm is what I ended up doing. And it fucking shot to the ditches and it caught our neighbor's field on fire. Oh, no. 
I'm out there with my shirt trying to beat it out, and I can't get it to go out. And it ends up burning like a third of their field before we get it out. That was a, that was an ass whooping, man. I was like 13, mm. I think, <laughs> when it happened. And it was one of those beatings you get where it like doesn't just hit your ass; it like crawls up the small of your mm-hmm. back. <laughs> it was Ooh, like, oh, yeah. felt. oh I, did I earn that beating? Yeah, I've been in restaurants before. When I was younger, my dad would pull me out of the restaurant and fucking smack me upside the side of the head. Or I remember one time I had a bad report card or something. I remember I was in bed asleep and I remember all I remember is hearing the clinking of his belt coming down the hallway. And that is the worst. When you hear oh. your dad's belt buckle clinking, <laughs> like you don't understand. And then I remember being woken up, my legs pulled up out of the race car bed and just getting walloped on. Just walloped but you know nowadays i thank him for it yeah i had to go pick out my mom would make she play this game with me where uh, hi mom hi Uh, (laughs) i'd have to go to her closet to get the belt oh that's like kids back in the old day they had to go get a switch from yeah cut your own switch and it's not big enough to get a bigger one yeah i had to go get the belt and my favorite is when I, I I'd hide her belts <laughs> in her own closet. I would I would hide the worst ones. Like I can't find it, you know. <laughs> she already knew. She I did knew. get away oh, with one be beating paper. though. I knew it was coming, and I'd lined my fucking britches with fucking toilet paper and I fucking faked it till I made it. Yep. Like. <laughs> I was like, gotcha. I remember getting was like, well, she would have caught a little bit of tissue popping out. I would have got the beating of my life, but didn't happen. Gotcha. I remember getting spanked when I was six and I laughed. Oh, that was a mistake. Nowadays, you see kids are like, oh, I'm going to get spanked. Let me look at my parent in the eye and tell them. Oh, yeah. And like I enjoy them. Just like, uh, <laughs> why would be What? If you have what? enough authority, I think you don't. You know what I mean? If you have enough mm-hmm. authority, like, I don't know what I would do if one of my kids would give me that kind of lip back. Like, I I, I might freak out and, like, burn their door in front of them. Yeah, I'd probably lose <laughs> like, it. I, I would go off the rails, probably. <laughs> I'd probably lose it. You're right. I'd make a napalm. Yeah, I would kick my, <laughs> yeah. I would kick my like, a hole through their door, and then I would rip it off and throw it in the driveway. I'm like, you're never going to have a door again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I remember uh, we weren't allowed to watch TV without permission growing up. And I think I was, I just gotten home from a paper route. I think I was 13. And uh, if you get home at a certain time on PBS, there was a like a 30 minute workout show with some uh, voluptuous ladies hosting Ooh. it. <laughs> I remember those shows. <laughs> and so I went down, we had a TV in, in the bank. Yeah, we had, right. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Down again. Um and fucking our so our TV was in the basement. So if you walked in through the side door, it split off to the main level or you could go down the stairs to the basement. And so mom wasn't home yet, so I turned that on. And then we would I would turn it on I would mute it, you know, of course, just in case something happened. It gave me a little <laughs> leeway time to So anyway, my mom got my mom gets home. And she goes upstairs and then she, I shut off the TV, right? And I, I like come upstairs and she's like, what are you doing? I was like, reading. <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. She, so she runs straight into the you TV room. You might as well just said reading the Bible. <laughs> yeah. It might have been along those lines. Practicing and, my yeah, psalms, mom. And so she like, she goes, and my mom, like she could 
smell a lie. And yeah. so, you know, like any mother, I guess. And so she goes straight to the TV and like does the hand check, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> see if there was static. You know, and it's like still sort of warm, you know. Oh and, my god! Right, and so Man. then, she, so then she turns it on. Well, I forgot to unmute it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so still, I lied. I I just kept lying because there was no way she could prove I was watching TV. So right. I was like, nope, didn't do it. Oh, she was so mad, dude. So she had been like doing Bible studies with these girls in uh, like a juvie, like a juvie prison that was nearby our oh, town. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so she's like, those girls wake up at six o'clock and go jogging every morning and they're under strict discipline. I understand why you can't be more obedient like that. I'm like, well, because I'm not in juvie. So, but <laughs> so she took me to the, Did she you get called the beast. Yeah. Uh, she took me to the, to the uh, nice Aleister Crowley. Uh, she took me to the local store there and got me sweats and a sweat top. And my punishment that that year was uh, it was like a oh six- this is the running punishment yeah this is where she when made you me find out that you uh, loved you yeah. loved running yeah she she made me so she made me run a mile every morning at six o'clock in the morning and then every time I fucked up through the day I had to run another mile so oh the so so the first day I ran eight miles. Dude. And, and she would wow. she would sit in the car and like lay on her horn if I slowed down. Like a Navy SEAL <laughs> uh, instructor just so right behind I'd you. I'd be like on the far end of the quarter mile track and all of a sudden be like <laughs> Oh my god. Was she huge? She was a large woman, yes. Okay. Yep. She strikes me as that ride the uh cart in the grocery store she's filling her cart up with food kind of lady yeah D- never uh never was afraid to take advantage of personal elements for her own benefit oh man <laughs> yeah that's what like I, hey i mean at least you made your run and you find you you found something yeah you know I, I loved running after that but i mean i just remember that first day i think my dad after that was just like all right you gotta calm it down sandy <laughs> Okay, you're gonna kill him. <laughs> you're gonna kill this kid. He can't run a marathon every day. <laughs> oh, I did see a thing in the news about a guy that he ran a marathon every day for cancer awareness until he died. Did you guys see this? No, I didn't. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. That sounds really sad. Let's. Oh yeah, it was like I'm. I, I'm. I'm gonna lie if I say well, I got to Google it real quick. Did he? Did he die from running? <laughs> yes. Oh, he no. ran a marathon every day. Sure I want to say it was only like, eh. Michael Shattuck. Yeah, 143 consecutive marathons. Terry Fox. What? Yeah. Ooh, oh, that's right. He had one leg. That this is the guy on one leg for cancer, huh? Yeah. He like, he died in a car accident. No, running 143 consecutive marathons. Oh. A young man, Terry Fox, like any other 18 year old, he was shocked when he heard that he had cancer at his age. Oh, he died of cancer. But he ran a marathon every day until he died. Man. Way to bring us down. Isn't that crazy? To raise cancer awareness. Yeah. Well, we're aware now. That, that's how the marathon of hope was born. Hmm. What made me get on that? What 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 was the train of thought on that, fellas? Uh, we were talking about running. Uh, and then you, oh, running. Was you running. Yeah, you yeah. went to death immediately, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I do that, dude. You're like uh, Corey just, running, I don't go straight to death all the time, but death. like my mind will jump from topic to topic to topic. That's why this you know, show is so good. Weird place, yeah. 
No, it's yeah, it's good. Yeah, interesting story on that kid though. Huh. Hmm. What was his name again? Damn it, Michael or no, not that Terry guy. Fox. Terry Fox. This Michael guy <clears throat> should be interesting though. Michael Shattuck, the story of a man who runs a marathon every day. What does the fox say? Nothing. He's dead. <laughs> what a great video. Those guys have probably made so much money off of that. All right, have gentlemen. Yeah, have you ever heard what a fox really sounds like? We got to say yes. goodnight. I think we do have to say goodnight. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Or if you're Poppy the, D in the hizzy. From the East by. Asian Island Pacific area, uh, your gods are saying farewell for now. Wow. Ooh, I like that. Your God. I don't know what that means.